0: Hey guys, this is Tony with Energy Designs. Today I'm back with a Energy podcast. Uh, today, this episode is the first episode of the in-house designer episodes. Um, like I said last episode, I'm going to split up in-house design and freelance design into two separate episodes. So one, I can give you guys more focused content on these two subjects. And maybe I can see if maybe one's performing better than the other and maybe justify going to one direction or the other. But also, I have more time while I'm trying to figure out what to do with the YouTube channel, how to get that back on track, how to get it back to monetization state. Um, But today's episode is how to stay motivated as an in-house designer, how to stay focused as an in-house designer. As an in-house designer, it always becomes this point where you're working on the same content, the same material, the same topic, and it can drain you. Um, I've never met an in-house designer who hasn't got to this point, there might be one or two instances where maybe they're an in-house designer for print shop it doesn't happen as much or a media shop, but that's borderline agency work at that point and you're always having new clients come in and out. Um, every in-house designer is going to come to this point and at this point it'll be a fork in the road for you. Either you're going to stay as an in-house designer, you're going to figure out how to work it out and you're going to keep pushing or you're going to become a freelance designer agency work or... The worst option, you're just going to drop out as a designer, and you're not going to have the motivation to keep going. So I think this is a good topic. I think this is an important topic, especially for the first episode, to hit home what this episode's about, and to help you guys come over this hurdle and stay as an announced designer if you want to. Um, So, as... Every episode that I've done previously, I usually talk about what I've been doing as an in-house designer, what I've been doing as a freelance designer. Those are going to split also. Today I'm only going to talk about what I've been doing as an in-house designer. So, first thing is we've been organizing this Porthole Tournament at work. It's going on uh, in two weeks. So, first thing I got was the artwork for the laser to cut out the awards first place. But then I got the uh, the uh, sign-up sheets out, and a lot of people have been signing up, so I been having to print out more of those, just so people can continue to sign up. We can get more people in it. It looks like about half the company signed up now, which is always good. We got three Learning Center articles completed this week, which is a huge thing. Our Learning Center is our content marketing program, and it's been a struggle to get these articles in, but we got three this month, which means in total, we have enough for, well, we got the last article in for February, and now we have all of March scheduled, which means we're ahead of schedule, and we should be continuing to get ahead of schedule. Um, I got all the emails designed and scheduled for our webinar setup, which is an undertaking in itself. Um, on top of that, we got, I got the emails designed for next month, which are two Learning Center articles on top of all the um, Mailchimp's going out for webinar announcements to get people to sign up for that um, started working on new collateral materials we got some new samples that came that people like so we're going with some of those options um, we got some of the the collateral to come in we got some of the pens to come in hats or it should be coming in soon um, I got a new case coming in for this projector we order for our trade show which should be pretty good when it comes in um, had a meeting with some of the sales team members, a more focused group about what we're going to do about this new master PowerPoint, what we're going to do about rep training come in November, and figure out a roadmap of here's what we want to look at, here's what we're trying to focus on, how are we going to get the sales team to work on this, how are we going to get them to do it right, and what is the new PowerPoint going to look like, and what's the new rep training PowerPoint going to look like. This is, it's pretty boring, but honestly, it's a big thing, and it's a big task, it's a big project. Hopefully we can get it done. I hope we can, because honestly it's going to be kind of scary if we can't. It's going to be a good push for the sales team to see if they can actually stick to something new, something different, and not reuse old material. That's going to be the hardest thing for them, to try and go back and reuse old material. But we're going to hold them to it and see if they can do it. So let's get into the topic today. Um, today's topic is how to stay focused as an in-house designer. This is something we all have to do as in-house designers. Uh, We're doing repetitive work. We're doing work that is around the same topic, sometimes the same material. And it can be hard. Um, a lot of it comes down to designers in companies don't have much sway or say when it comes to stuff, so they feel like they're just hands attached to keyboards, um, And that can be kind of degrading for designers when they feel like they're just hands attached to a keyboard and mouse and they got to do whatever comes in their desk. And that's not always true, uh, but it takes a lot of learning of how to stand up and say, I don't think this is the way we should be going. I don't think this is what we should be doing. I think we should be going a different direction. And some people aren't comfortable doing it. Um, And... It also comes down to how do I introduce something that's going to make me feel passionate again? How is it going to make me feel like I'm doing something great again? Or I'm working on something that's really going to make me feel good again? And this is sometimes hard. Sometimes you get to do boring work. Sometimes you have to do work that's like, uh, you know... uh, PowerPoints, Word docs, stationaries. Work that some designers aren't okay with doing or feel that it's lowbrow. Uh, it's not true. Uh, everyone has to do it at some point in their career. But some designers don't like doing it. So, there's also the, 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 the possibility this is happening to you because you're feeling like you can't say that you want to do something. Like, say you have this great idea. Uh, and you feel like that if you bring it up, you're going to lose your job, or you can't openly talk about it. And that's not true. Uh, Every designer should be able to bring up any points that they feel that are good. Um, Point proven. um, I've been at my job for... going on six years. Probably five years now ago, I introduced a marketing plan that said, This is what I think marketing should be. Outlined it all, here's what I think. And it took a while to get it done, not gonna lie. Like I've been at this job for six years. But almost every piece of the puzzle has come to light. Why is that? One, because I've pushed it to come out. Two, um people at work started seeing that I believe what I say it's going to happen. And three, I made sure that there were, there were milestones that if we reached, we would share. So we reached 20K views on YouTube. We reached 10K on YouTube videos. We got X amount of sales from a marketing lead. All these types of things. Um, the best way to, to, for a designer or a marketing person to in an in in-house job to show that the marketing program works, which if you're a designer, you're going to be working in an in-house program or the marketing program, sorry, is that you you need to show results. Um, it's the fastest way for a marketing department to get closed if they're not showing results. And when a layoff comes, marketing is always first, unless you show results. Um, and to, th- there's no such thing as oversharing those. Um, the more you show, the more people are going to build credibility of you, and the more you'll feel comfortable opening up your voice about sub- subjects. Um, like, let's, I'll give you an example, um, we were sending out mail chimps two years ago I think now, uh, maybe one or two a month, I can't remember exactly what our frequency was then, but we sent one and it got in the hand of a plant operator, that led into the rep getting involved, which then led into the sales team getting involved, that turned into a 1.2 million dollar job if I remember right. Now we're getting the second phase of that job coming up. So that becomes like a $2.4 million job total um, just for one email. Now that's a great measurement to have. And we've got more measurements like that. We've got a couple more million dollars worth of jobs from marketing alone, from website contacts, from SEO, from Mailchips, from whatever you want to call it, whatever we have. Whatever your marketing tactics are, have those measurables already and have as many as you can. Now, these aren't going to come right away. We were just lucked out with that one. Right time, right everything, but... Sending as... Or having a, a year plan, like say, okay, five years if we have X amount of leads, we can continue. And we would like to have this next. Having these measurables is good. It shows that you have a plan and you're watching to see how your work is going. <laughs> Now, that's something you have to do with the marketing program, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Even with that, you're still going to have the, the feeling of that you're not doing enough, that your focus is leaving, that your um, motivation is leaving. I've had this happen to me a couple times, and it's it sucks. I'm not going to lie. It sucks. Uh, best way I've ever been able to figure out how to get over this and how to continue is have side work. Um, I have the lucky opportunity to be able to freelance outside. Um, some people aren't, just depending on the agreement you have with the company you work. Um, some don't want you working on side work. Some want you completely working on them. This happens more more agencies than in-house design, but it still can happen. Um, so, But if you can freelance on the side, do it. It'll be a breath of fresh air. You'll have something to look forward to. You'll have something to learn from and bring to your team and say, hey, I learned this, I think this will work right here. Um, I've done that a couple times. Um, I I do a lot of web design outside, and I brought a whole new concept for a website to work, and it worked. Um, We relaunched the website, it's performing twice as good as it ever has, and it's gone over year over year as performance. Um, This year looks like it'll be our record year, um, which is great. Uh, but if you can't... If you can't freelance, if you have some clause in your agreement that says you can't... Um, have personal projects, you know? Maybe take up uh, streaming and just doing fan art or something or doing free work or something to get your creative juice going in a different way. So you're thinking in a different manner than you're usually thinking. Um, this is this is what we usually drown people out, is that you're just doing the same thing over and over again, and you're not thinking in a different manner, so it's hurting you from continuing to keep going. Um, So this is where, you know, even not doing just design work, maybe you're just drawing, maybe you're painting, maybe you have a hobby of a different creative endeavor that is pushing your uh, creative juices in a different way. This will help you keep going. Um, I do this also. I do t-shirt designs, I do this podcast, I do YouTube, I do a little bit of everything and it it helps me stay on my feet, it helps me stay sane, and it gives me something at at a rough day I can go on, I can stream, I can talk with people, I can design work and I keep going. Um, Also, you know, there's one thing that many people don't talk about the subject Change your office around. Um, you know, you're going into work. You're looking at the same office. You feel like you're stuck in this room for a while. Just rearrange the damn thing. Make it something that you're coming into something new. Your juices are going again, and you're, you're thinking about things differently because you're in a different space. It may be the same room, but it may be uh, your, your, your desk's in a different wall, your chair chair's facing a different way, etc. Uh, some people have cubicles, so they're not allowed to do this, but hey, even just changing the pictures around in your cubicle might be enough to feel like you're in a different area and you feel re-energized. Um, also, figure out how to introduce a new style of work into your workflow. Um, companies will get in this pattern of doing the same thing over and over again. It's, it's comforting to them. They feel like they are building brand equity by being consistent, which to their credit is kind of true. But always breaking that mold is is great. Um, people will get bored of the same thing over and over again, just like you are in your current situation. Um, I um, Every year we have a party at one of the biggest trade shows for our industry. We have a medallion that we give to guests as they come in. It's like a little takeaway. It's also a way for us to tell if they're actually guests that we know that they're guests so they get a medallion when they walk around the the party. Um, But these were just round circles with the logo sticking out. Uh, A couple years ago, I changed it to a hexagon and that was enough for me to feel fresh. And now I've introduced new colors, more off-the-wall colors than what we had prior. Prior, we just had blue-gray, blue-gray, gold and a green and that's all we did we, we that was all I could get away with but now I did a brownish red now I or a more burgundy red I did a purple one last year this year we're doing green and these are or a bright green these are colors that I wouldn't have gotten away with but I have been able to recently and that was just that one change allowed me to get new juice going and then reintroduce a whole new way of doing this. Also, on top of that, we redid it, it, our invites. This is a good story for this topic. I was getting bored of the old invites. They were uh, 5.5 by 8.5 uh, invites, so half a piece of paper. Um, double-sided. They had a bunch of pictures of wherever we were going, Chicago or New Orleans, whatever year it was. And then you had to turn over to get the invited material. It was boring. I didn't design it. I didn't feel like it was mine. So what did I do? I scrapped it one year. I said, I don't want to do this. So what I did was I took a, uh, what would you call it? It folds down to a business card size. So it's a five-fold design, and it was something that we could ship a bunch of them to our reps and they could fit in their pocket easily and give to guests or fit in their pocket and bring to the door it was something small like that started out like that and then they had a little area they could write information bring it to the door etc um it had a little picture on the front you're invited unfolded it on the top part it had a map it had where the in where the party is uh date time and then the bottom it had uh, fill in the blank information, and then in the back it had repeat information of where the event is, so people could remember. A little small thing like that changed the whole my whole vibe about it, um, and that's changed over time because we went to digital tickets now. So the fill in the blank is gone, and now it has just uh, here's where to go, here's the login, and then go fill in your information we'll email you a ticket. So just introducing a new style of work to your workflow can just change your perspective on something and give you a new rush of energy when you're working on stuff um, a lot of people don't think about that they just think that they have to keep doing the same thing but no sometimes you have to shake things up and go outside the box to bring a new perspective a new uh, design to something or a new format to something and it'll it'll you'll get pushback i'm not gonna you'll get a lot of pushback i got so much pushback in my years of working at But if you stick with your guns and you say, this is what I think will work, this is what I think is going to get the best results. Yes, it's different. Yes, it's outside of our zone of work or what we've done in the past. But I believe this is our best um, mode or our best foot forward. Most people will agree with you after a while, especially after you build credibility and you're okay with that. and and this leads into the next one, which is find your voice in the company. Um, it took me a while to do this, and we've always had people coming and going. No leadership changes, but just mainly engineering and stuff. But people know that I'm the design guy in the work. I'm the only designer in there. Um, but also people come to me for different things because of the voice I have at work, which is... <clears throat> In a nutshell, I am basically the marketing program. That's what people see me as. That's what people know me as. They know me as the marketing guy. Um, and I'll, I'll give people my perspective on things. I'll give them a, yeah yay or nay. That's a good idea. And sometimes it, it turns into a, a drag-out punch fight. And that, that's going to happen regardless of where you work. And honestly, those drag-out fights, if you're passionate about the topic, it's going to give you a surge of, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. It's going to reassure that this is what you want to do. You're just in a rut of not having motivation. Um, And you have to find that voice. What it is, I can't tell you. You have to find it eventually. You know, finding things that you're passionate about, that you bring to work, is always good. Like, some people talk to me about video games, because they know I play video games. Some people talk to me about comics, because they know I like Marvel movies and etc. There's different ways around this topic, and... I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, these are just some things you can try. you know. Get side work, whether it's freelance or personal projects. Um, how, figure out ways to introduce a new style of workflow, rearrange your workspace. Find your voice in your company. All these things are going to help you eventually, either justify that you want to be an in-house designer and this is where you want to stay for a while justify that you need to go into a different design part of the design industry or justify that you don't want to be a direct designer those are one of the three options that you're going to come out with and either one of those is fine honestly it's fine it's your life if you decide that you want to be an in-house designer for the rest of your life cool i hope you create some kick-ass work you want to be an agency work Man, I hope you're the best agency designer that's out there. If you don't want to be a designer, and it took you this long to find it, man, I hope you find whatever you want to do, and it brings you complete happiness. And that's, that's okay. All three of those are okay. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. I hope you got something good out of this. I hope you learned something here. Um... If you did, and if you like this new format, I would give it for a couple weeks to say if you do like it or not, but if you got good vibes off this one, share it with someone who's an in-house designer that might need this today and might need a pick-me-up in their life. Um, Like, share, rate, subscribe, whatever you gotta do to make sure that I know that you like this episode, do it. Um, I'll be back. I think I'm gonna schedule it that. In-house comes out Mondays and Freelance comes out Fridays. And then if I have a bonus episode, I'll put it in Wednesdays. So there'll be two to three episodes a week now. Um, I'll go through my YouTube catalog and see if there's any evergreen content that I think that I could add to the bonus episode this week, as this is like a pinnacle week for content now. And a long, or basically a soft relaunch for the podcast. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope you liked it. I hope you liked the new format. And I will see you guys Friday. Bye.